This is Laura Deirdre with the Becker's Cardiology Podcast. I'm thrilled today to be joined by Cynthia Hughes, Service Line Director of Cardiology Supply Chain at Christus Health. Cynthia, it's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. Thank you, Laura. It's a pleasure to be here. Before we dive into the questions, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background? Sure. Um, my name is Cynthia Hughes. I am a BSN RN for about 25 years now. Um, I did get my MBA and uh, got into leadership uh, in cardiology. Um, at Chris's Health, I am the service line director of cardiology within the corporate supply chain division. So my job as a clinical specialist is to provide support to the ministries across New Mexico, Texas, and Louisiana. Um, our facility, Cardiovascular Leaders, um, we work collaboratively uh, with, on a clinical value analysis team. And what that does is it brings us together as a Christus One mindset where we work on system strategy for standardization and over product or supplies and equipment. Got it. Got it. That's fascinating to hear. And so you kind of work as a collaborative group in order to work out any challenges that you're having on supply chain and make sure everybody has what they need? Absolutely. And that we're using the most effective products across the system for the best outcomes for our patients. Absolutely. Got it. Got it. I can imagine, you know, there was a a lot going on this past year, especially with COVID-19. What was that like for you and your team? Oh, honestly, you know, we are like any other healthcare system across the nation or the world for that matter. Um, We're just trying to ensure that we're able to provide a safe, um, excellent care for our cardiac patients, you know, while we were, you know, maneuvering within the constraints of the challenges of the pandemic. Um, In this last year, our emphasis was on the delivery of not just emergent care, but elective care, right? So secondary to the pandemic, we shut down for a while um, our elective cases, but um, our teams worked diligently um, to implement new processes to facilitate the safety of those patients. So, which, you know, it allowed us to start ramping up those elective cases again. You know, heart disease, you know, continues, as you know, and many of you out there know that it's the number one killer of both men and women. So, and, and it's not, you know, gender specific, but it does present differently, you know, uh, by the gender. So we have, you know, they present with unique signs and symptoms. So, uh, Sometimes those elective procedures turn into interventions, and that's how we prevent heart attacks and strokes. Got it. That makes sense. Now, uh, shifting gears a little bit here, what are your top priorities today, and how do you see them evolving in the coming 12 months or so? Well, uh, we onboarded two new facilities within the last six months, which during the pandemic was a bit challenging as well. But we work with those facilities and those cardiac leaders and introducing them into the, uh, into the Christus supply chain and the CVAT that we talked about, the clinical value analysis team, and to work with their peers, you know, across the system. So that's um, one main focus is getting them onboarded. So all the work that we've done over the course of the last couple of years in standardizing products, um, they need to be introduced to that, right? And so we're engaging them um, along with the physicians, um, for a strategy that meets their cardiovascular needs within their community. Got it. That makes a lot of sense. And, you know, so interesting to hear bringing on two new facilities in the last six months. Like you said, I'm sure there was a lot going on, um, you know, outside of them and then having that as another aspect of your um 
your responsibilities. I'm sure it was a lot of work. What are the biggest challenges that you're facing today? Well, um, well, we were one of the biggest challenges I was facing is that we weren't able to travel because of the pandemic. And so we actually just opened up that opportunity. So for the last month, we've been able to go out and start working with the facilities. It's so much better when we, I can get into um, the facility and work with the leader, you know, face-to-face um, and, uh, and, and kind of identify some of the, the challenges and work through some of the, their challenges that they're facing locally because it, it varies, you know, from, from uh, facility to facility. Uh, but um, so, so that's one of the things. So that's, that's been cleared and we're starting to work on that. And, um, and again, what we talked about before was, you know, just trying to maneuver through all this. It's, it has been very challenging. Um, and we want to make sure that our uh, frontline staff have the PPE that they require in order to care for the patients to the best of their ability. And um, we want a safe um, environment for our patients, for our staff, for our physicians. And we want to ensure that, that, that we are doing our due diligence and we are, we have open doors so that those patients that are having um, signs and symptoms of cardiac disease um, or have a history of cardiac disease that they can get taken care of responsibly. Got it. Got it. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of that. I know during the pandemic, it seems like a lot of people who may have otherwise sought care decided to stay home instead and, you know, made that um, any lingering issues worse. And so I'm wondering from your perspective and looking at some of the unique challenges that face patients who have heart disease or other heart issues, um, from the supply chain side of things, you know, what do you really see as being some of the biggest opportunities to um, grow and develop going forward and, and make sure you're accommodating those patients that are coming in? Right. So every facility based on the region, again, just to reemphasize, we, we cover New Mexico, um, all of Texas and Louisiana. Um, so our patient populations are so different based on the region that they are actually physically located. So we look for, um, we, so some of the facilities, uh, because they serve a, a varied population, um, they have uh, some of, one facility may have a greater emphasis on vascular issues versus like structural heart issues or preventative issues if heart disease isn't as prevalent in that specific area. So we, we really partner with our physicians because they're the drivers. They're the drivers for the, the treatment of their patients' needs and what they see is needed within their specific community. Um, and this includes, you know, interventional and diagnostic cardiologists, whether their focus is on the coronary perspective or the peripheral, which means, you know, uh, the vascular, um, uh, peripheral vascular disease. Um, or, they, or they do both. You know, it also includes our electrophysiologists, which happen to be our greatest growth um, within Christus Health currently. Um, and we work with vascular surgeons. Uh, there's a lot of new technology, advanced technology that is less invasive, which means our patients don't have to spend as long, um, as long in the ICU or in a hospital setting, and they're able to be discharged earlier, which in turn supports ensuring of their safety and, and, and minimizing their exposure. Got it. Got it. Thank you so much for going through that with us. Now, mm-hmm. b- before we wrap up the conversation, can you share three pieces of advice for emerging leaders today? Well, 
My primary advice that, that I could share with, is to collaborate with your physicians. Find a physician champion in your facility and engage all the stakeholders to create a strategy for, for your unique patient population. You know, I've always um, had an emphasis on, on ensuring communication, right? We need productive and concise communication. I think that's the key. And I always say visibility creates credibility. When your physician, physicians see a credible leader, then you've created an environment of trust. And, you know, trust moves mountains. Excellent. Well, Cynthia, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. This has been a really fantastic discussion, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Thank you, Laura. Thank you for having me.